have a seat. Who's glad to be in the house of God this weekend? Wow, it is great to see you. We are so stoked. We're so glad you're here. If you're a guest, if you're online, or if you're in person, God behind bars, wherever you're at at all of our campuses, we love you. We are thrilled you're with us. You picked an incredible day to come and celebrate. Our pastor, Zach, asked me to speak on the topic of Thanksgiving. It is one of my favorite topics. Now, before I get in the Word, I I, I struggle with telling y'all this. There was a slight theological error a couple weeks ago. And I, you know, I'm not sure I really struggled and prayed, but it was said that in the transition, you got an upgrade. Dr. Big Daddy is back in the house. Come on, somebody. Man. I didn't want to say it, but we stand on truth here, right? Come on. So I was, I really felt forced. No, it's great to be with you guys. Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I love gratitude. It is such an important uh, attribute and attitude of our heart. I entitled this message, this, this message, Gratitude is the attitude of gratitude glorifies God. Would y'all agree that when you're grateful, it glorifies God? It's just true. That's why hell fights so hard to rob us of gratitude. In fact, Jesus said the devil is a seed stealer, and he wants you to forget all that God's done, all the blessings, all the favor, all the miracles, all the mercy, all the stuff, and wants you to focus on what's wrong, what you don't have, what you should have, why you got cheated, why you got robbed. That's why the devil fights us. Now, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. I love it. Thursday, I'm going to literally pig out on fried turkey and everything, pass out, wake up, do it again. Are you with me? I mean, it's my goal right there. And so let's just pray. Father God, we come to you, the giver of every good and perfect gift. God, we're super stoked. God, everything we have is from your generous hand. You're a God of mercy, a God of grace, a God of love, a God of just a God of generosity, a God of miracles. God, you do so much more for us than we ever realized. God, would you forgive us for ingratitude, for lack of thanksgiving, for just to focus on more and more what we want and never stopping to say, thank you, God. And so, God, today we're going to stop preparing our hearts for the holiday this week and say, thank you, God, who deserves all our praise, all our worship, all our adoration, all our affection, all our attention. We love you, God. You're so easy to love. Fill this house. Explode in our hearts is our prayer in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, come on, somebody. I love the house of God. I love worship. Wow. So if you'll allow the Spirit of God to speak to you, this is going to help you. Because contrary to, con- to current culture, the, the culture would say this is a lie. Don't you, come on, if you're listening, say I am. Your attitude is your choice. It's your choice. Now, the world says you're a victim. The world says you can't help how you feel. The world says that it is a lie. The world says there's no truth. We still believe this is truth. Anybody still believe the Bible today? Come on. And so I'm going to tell you there's truth. You can live above the media and the mess and the melee of the culture that we live in, and you can walk in incredible victory. It's your choice. 
If your anchor is Christ and not the culture, then the Bible says you are more than a conqueror. Not just a conqueror, you're more than a conqueror. And again, for us Christ followers, it's a choice. And so we're going to break down a verse this weekend. You're going to memorize this. Many of you already have it. Psalms chapter 118, verse 24. This is the day which the Lord has let us and be it let us and be that's not how most of us are though is it come on are y'all with me now i want to tell you something about this verse this verse is not a report of the psalmist circumstances this verse is a declaration of the psalmist faith it's a declaration you say now, do you believe the, the author, King David, is having no problems when he pens this under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit? That, that this is that, do you, you think he didn't have any problems? See, our world is incredible at reporting problems, circumstances. They're horrible. Middle East, India, all over the world. There's terrorism, there's war, there's rumors of wars. And they keep, they keep reporting the circumstances in such a way to keep you and I in the gutter of defeat and depression. Does that make sense? It's a ploy of politics all over the world. Divide us, conquer, they get power, we have less. I had to listen, your hope is not in the White House. When I hear stuff, if, if the current president, Joe Biden, gets elected, we're done. If Donald Trump runs, get we're done. If the Democrats get it, we're done. If the Republicans get it, we're done. That is so stupid. Listen, quit putting your hope in politics and put your hope in heaven. Are y'all with me? Because see, some of us are addicted to news. You need to cut it off. You say, well, if I cut the news off, I'll be uninformed. And if you watch it, you'll be misinformed. Because we don't know what the truth is. Are y'all with me? You know what I know? God is in heaven, and I'm having a great day. God is in heaven, and I'm one of the blessed people. I'm his favorite. Life is incredible. But see, hatred and division gets retweeted. Gratitude doesn't get retweeted. Go ahead and get on Instagram or Facebook today and say, I had a great time at Faith Promise Church. It was incredible. You'll get three likes. Go on Facebook and say, I went to Faith Promise. Yeah, I hate it. They're a bunch of heretics. You'll get 500 likes. Just because it's on Facebook doesn't mean it's true. This means it's true. Anybody with me? Are are y'all out there? And so... Gratitude is the heart of of thanksgiving, and gratitude doesn't happen automatically. Gratitude is supernatural, not natural. Gratitude is a muscle of your faith. You have to work it. You have to work it. You have to practice. Negativity is natural. Worry is natural. Anxiety is natural. Stress is natural. Fear is natural. You know, you just got to wake up and say, hey, I'm going to have a great day today. I'm going to make a deliberate decision that I'm going to have a great day today or the default of the opposition will happen automatically. You don't wake up and see how you feel or see what the weather's like or see what politics or CNN or Fox News said. No, you wake up and said, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to be glad and rejoice in it. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Joy comes in the morning. Weeping lasts for the night. Joy comes the morning. You know that if you're a believer, every day you wake up, God's got a fresh new amount of joy to give you. Every morning you wake up, just say, okay, Lord, back up the drunk truck. Beep, 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 and just dump another joy. Just dump another load of joy. It's fresh every day. 
When David penned Psalms 118, there were wars facing. There was internal uh, trials and struggles. There was stuff in his family going on that was bad. There was stuff outside his family. There were nations that wanted to come in and pillage and destroy us. And yet David, in the midst of the mess and the melee of the Facebook hate and the sin and the the politics and all that, David said, this is the day. This is the day. This is what I do when I meditate on Scripture. I divide that verse up. This is the day. I think about that. It's not tomorrow. It's not, when, it's not when I retire. It's not when I graduate high school. It's not when I get out of college. It's not when I get married. It's not when I get divorced. It's not when I retire. This is the day. Amen. See, listen, if you're not full of joy and gratitude today, no circumstance will give it to you. Amen. Nothing. So this today, this is the day. Because, see, if you get to the next day you've been waiting on, there are going to be problems waiting for you. I love it when people say, how you doing? I said, man, if I get any better, I won't be able to stand it. They say, well, it's easy for you. I was going to say, you are so stupid. I'm married. And me and Michelle don't fight, but we have some intense fellowship from time to time. And I have three adult children. And they're married. And I have seven grandkids that destroy my home. I could give you problems all day long. But you know what? This is the day. This is the day. That today is the day, not tomorrow, today. See, listen, tomorrow's not promised, is it? And yesterday's gone. And it says in Psalms 144, 15, how blessed are, how blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. So can I ask you a question? Is God our Lord? Is he our Lord? Then you are blessed beyond belief already. See, we who know God, we know this is the day that the Lord has made. We didn't just wake up. We're not a cosmic accident. See, but what people, what, see, as believers, we're not looking for gratitude. It's not based on happenstance. It's based on providence. This is the day that the Lord has made today. My focus, hey, look what God has done. Look at where faith promise is. Look at my kids. They love Jesus. Look at my wife, smoking hot. I have incredible grandkids. I have a life that's beyond belief. Now, I could focus on everything negative like a lot of believers. Are y'all with me? But see, this is the day that who made? And so, you know what? When this day starts with God, then I'm grateful. I'm grateful. See, this is a revelation that God has given us, that this is the day that God has made. Now, if I were to walk with a microphone and say, hey, what's the best day of your life? Just walk around the room. Walk around Fairgate. Walk around, walk around Bristol. Walk around any camp and say, hey, what's the greatest day? It was the day I got married. Stay the doctor handed me my kid. It was this day. It's that day. You know the best day of your life is today. You know why? Because this is the day that the Lord. See, it's what you do when you read Scripture. Stop and slow down. This is the day that the Lord has made. It is a gift. It is the greatest day of my life. It is incredible, and it is simply a choice. And you say, well, this day's not so good. Well, it's not going to be for you. It's going to be for me. 
And I like my way better than your way. So quit bringing your pity party into my absolute wonderful time. Are y'all with me? So Psalmist said, this is the day which the Lord has made. I will. I will. It's a declaration. I will rejoice and be glad in it. See, for some of us, can I be honest, man, I love you. It's time to get your joy back. See, devil's a seed stealer. It's time to get your joy back. And you say, I just, I don't know how. Well, let me tell you how. If you've lost your joy, you don't have your gratitude, you're on the wrong train. You're on the negative train. You're on the complaining train. You're on the I wish and life's not fair train. Get on the P48, Philippians 4.8, whatever things are good, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are excellent, whatever things are, are good and of good repute, think on these things. Are y'all with me? The God of peace shall guard your heart and mind of Christ Jesus. So you want to get you want to get gratitude, you want to get joy, get rid of stinking thinking. And the first way to get rid of stinking thinking is change your inputs. Change your inputs. What's going in? Change it. Get some of the word of God in you. Enter into his gates with what? And enter his courts with man get get some get some get some God in you. Get some gratitude. I, this is the day the Lord has made. I will, in Jesus' name, I will rejoice and be glad in it. I will. From a dungeon, with no three hots in the cup, from a dungeon, the apostle Paul wrote, rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. See, we're living in a culture. Don't you get this? Come on. So if you're thinking what I'm saying, I'm thinking. We live in a culture where everybody's a victim. If you're a minority, poor, pitiful you, you are a victim. If you're female, you're a victim. If, no matter what you are, matter of fact, I fell into this several years ago. The world's mean to Christians. All of Hollywood makes fun of us. I felt like a victim. It robbed me of my joy. I don't care how much they make fun of me. They're not robbing my joy. They're not robbing my victory. I'm so grateful to God and grateful today and grateful to be saved and grateful to be a part of you and grateful for my family and grateful and grateful and grateful. I'm not a victim. You're an overcomer. The Bible says you're more than an overcomer. It's not about your circumstances. It's about your heart. It's about your heart. This is the best day of your life. This day is incredible. It's incredible. Thursday, come on, Thursday's Thanksgiving, I can't wait. But it's not about the food on the table or even just the feet under the table. Because this will be the first Thanksgiving that I can ever remember that my family will be separated because my older son Micah, our Zach's older brother, he and Joey just moved to Florida. So they won't be there. So I got a choice. I could sit on the table and cry that Mike is not there. Or I could think about all the money I'm going to save because he moved. And, <laughs> and rejoice. And you know what I'm going to do Thursday? Without Micah or Joy or Scarlett or Judah or Ezra at our, at our, at our, at our house, I'm going to rejoice and be glad in the day that God has given me. 
Are y'all with me? It's not about how much food you have or, or don't have. We had some of the most incredible Thanksgivings in a 600-square-foot, two-bedroom, single-wide trailer with three kids and me and Michelle. It's not about your circumstances. Get rid of this I wish and I had an if and if and if and if. We have God. This is the day he created. I'm going to be with God forever. Now, I get all jacked up because this world's messed up. But this world is not my home. I got a passport stamped with the red blood of Jesus, citizen of heaven. Are y'all with me? Is this world jacked up? Sure it is. Devil's in charge. This world's jacked. Shelly and I were leaving a hotel last week, and she started picking up. I said, what are you doing? I'm cleaning up. I said, it's in our house. Let's go. What will make think? Who cares? We'll never see her again. We're in Los Angeles. Let's go. You ever stopped and washed a rental car before you took it back? No, you drive it like you stole it. I get on the interstate. I go, we, we, we got a car. That was, it was a convertible Mustang. I said, come on, baby. Let's see if this thing will do. Are y'all with me? See, this world's not our home. It says in Psalms 100, which is where I was going to do. I was going to bring this message at Psalms 100, and the Lord took me to Psalms 118, verse 24. And, but, but in Psalms 100, enter into his gates with and his courts with. Give thanks to him and bless his name, for he, the Lord is good. And his kindness is everlasting from his faithfulness to all generations. Come on. See, there's a process we enter into the gate of the temple, which is where David, but we enter into his presence, the gate, with thanksgiving. Did you walk in the house of God, one of these campuses? Just walk in and say, whoo, I'm so excited to be here. My God is so good. It's so incredible. This is the greatest day. It's going to be the incredible. Oh, Big Daddy's back. It's really going to be good this weekend. I mean, did you? Did you just walk in saying, God, you're so good, and thank you, thank you, thank you? Or did you walk in complaining the UT got smothered yesterday? See, my joy is not lashed to what a bunch of 18 and 19-year-old young men are doing on a football field. And if your joy is lashed to that, it sucks to be you. Because this is the day that who made? And who will? I will. Come on, somebody. God's a God of order. He, he said, shout joyfully in verse, in verse 1, shout joyfully to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. And let me tell you, so, so I work on this. My natural is negative. My natural is to complain and gripe and be mad and be a grumpy old man. That's my natural. Are you with me? You say, it's easy. You just wake up in a good mood. Come to my house tomorrow morning. Because you'll say, he's not saved. Well, give me a cup of coffee and I'll be reborn again, but give me a minute. Get out of my face. Michelle wakes up with a smile. I just want to smack her. So we smiling about it. It's my, my knee jerk is negative. And so I have to work at it. So let me tell you what I do. I have a personal growth plan. And if you've been around, you said, oh, no, not again. Oh, yes, time of the year. It's coming. It's coming. You need to work for the year for 2024 on a personal growth plan. I love it when I talk to people that leave and they'll say, hey, I need to go where I can be fed. 
I love that. How long have you been saved? 15 years. You still got it. You're still wearing a diaper? You still need a bottle? You mean a bottle feeds you when you walk in and burp you when you go out, change your pampers? Grow up in Jesus. Are y'all with me? Grow up. Get a growth plan. You know how a baby, a baby bird eats, the mother goes, gets a worm, chews it up, swallows it, goes back to the nest, and pukes that worm up into the mouth of the baby birds. You know what a sermon is? I ate some word this week, and I'm bringing that word back out. You know what's better than that is you getting a word for yourself. Are y'all with me? See, listen, if all you get is on Sunday, you are easy pickings for the devil. I, I love you. I'm so glad you're here. But you need a growth plan to learn to be spirit-filled, to learn to surrender, and to learn to hear from God. Uh, right in front of you is a disc. I don't, I don't know what they call these. Exactly what they call these. A disc? It's a disc. It took me three years to get, you know, QR. I thought it was QRX, and I thought, I'm a technological pterodactyl. It's right in front of you. You can click it with your phone. It's online, and, a, and you can download the personal growth plan and just fill it in. Let me ask you, I'm just going to give you the, quickly, I'm going to run down the, the, the sections of the growth plan and ask you, which, should, which do you do and which do you not do? Number one is Bible reading. The scripture said, your word is refined in a furnace seven times, pure as silver. Bible study. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved to work that does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling or rightly dividing the word of truth. What about scripture memory? Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. What about meditation? King David said, I meditate daily on your law, therefore I am wiser than all my teachers. What about silence? Stop striving. Be still and know that I'm God. Get off the hamster wheel. Get off the hamster wheel and sharpen the sword. You'll do more six days with God than, than work in seven days. Silence, solitude. It was when Elijah was in the cave and all alone that the word of God came to him. Prayer, the Bible says pray without ceasing. What are you doing in prayer? What about fasting? When do you fast? How do you fast? How many days are you going to fast? How many meals are you going to fast? I plan all that out. Now, I never hit that, never. I've never finished. It started in 1991. Been doing personal growth plans. I've never finished a year and hit everything, and I don't finish a year saying I failed. Because my plan was just hang out with God. Now, you, you obsessive compulsive folks, it's really a struggle. I'm going to mention any names, but I see a few. Does this make sense? What about evangelism? How many people are going to witness it? What about worship? The Bible says seven times a day will I praise you. What about suffering? Have you got a personal plan that when hell breaks loose? The Bible says Jesus learned obedience through what he suffered. He said, Pastor, that's just too much. That's, that's too hard. The Bible says in Hebrews, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. And you know what? This whole message is about disciplining your heart for the purpose of gratitude. I'm grateful. In my journal every day, God, I'm thankful for this and this and this and this and this until I'm thankful because I'm retraining my heart. Discipline yourself. Retrain your heart, your mind for gratitude, for thanksgiving. It's not a holiday. It's a lifestyle. 
Because, see, we're living in a culture that is pounding you every day. It's pounding you with media. It's pounding you with, with the melee and the mess. It's pounding you with the stock market. It's pounding you with politics. It's hammering you everywhere you go. Everywhere it's pounding you, trying to beat you down in depression and defeat, distract you from the God who is able. Are y'all with me? That's why the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, don't be beaten down in the mold of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do we renew our mind? Right here in the Word. Today, come on, today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. You've memorized a verse already for next year right there. Psalms 118, 24. It begins with how you think. So let me ask you a question. I'm okay. I have a heart attack. Are your thoughts positive or negative? Are you fatalistic? Are you faith-filled? Are you victorious or are you a victim? What are you? I'm not a victim. I was sex abused. My dad abandoned me. I was physically abused. I'm not a victim. I'm God's favorite servant and an overcomer, and today is incredible. So how you think is completely up to you. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, had this attitude in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Think like Jesus thought. Was Jesus a victim born for a cross? Born knowing that in 33 and a half years he would be skinned alive and nailed to a cross and he walk around saying, poor pitiful me, there's a cross out there in my future. He was an overcomer. It's a choice. Let's make the right choices. Let's make the, now some of you are not Christ followers yet. I get that. It's okay. You're going to get an opportunity in a minute to make the greatest decision of your life. For believers, choose gratitude. Choose to make 24, 2024, the greatest spiritual growth year in your life up to today. Get a word for next year. About done with the personal growth plan book. Get a word. You've got the disc right there in front of you. Get a growth plan. Fill that out. Give it to somebody in your small group. Get somebody to help you hold, you know, help hold you accountable. And get ready. Get ready for not just today being the greatest day, but for 2024 being your greatest year of hearing with God, of walking with God, of the favor of God, of the miraculous of God, of being used by God, of loving God, of walking and experiencing Him at a level that you did not know is possible. Does this make, does this make sense? Come on, so make, it, make, the, make the wise choice. Guess people, if you're not in a group, it's a great time, to, you know, January to find a group to get ready to move in. Man, we love you. I love you. Pastor Zach loves you. We want the best for you. But it's really up to you, isn't it? Is it up to you? Four of you, is it up to you? It's up, right, 100%. It's up to you. So I'm going to pray. And I've been, man, pounding heaven that God would give you a revelation. God had to give me a revelation that I was a grumpy, complaining, negative ninny, that I needed to repent of that, and I needed to become positive. And so I'm training, I'm disciplined. Paul said, run this race to win. I'm running to win. I'm not running to finish, guys. I'm running to win. And so 
Well, these altars will be open. Our prayer councils will be here. Lord's Supper will be here. Come on, guys. Let's just get ready. And then Thursday, by the way, if you know some singles, let's make sure they got some place to go on Thursday. There's never, I can't remember the last time it was only my family. We always have people at our house for Thanksgiving. Are y'all with me? Invite people that you think might be alone. Father God, we're so grateful. You're so good. Lord, I pray that this week will be a great Thanksgiving. But God, more than that, I pray every day will be Thanksgiving for us. Every day we'll walk in power. Every day God will walk in gratitude. Every day we'll experience you. Let your spirit flood our hearts. This is the day you made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And all God's people said, come on, let's stand and worship.